I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. So, who do you really trust? I'm sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room, and I'm looking at one person in my life who I can trust completely, my lady wonder wench. She's over there on the couch in her pink bathrobe with her, her left leg tucked up under her butt. I don't know how women do that. They can sit on their legs. <laughs> if I did that, I'd never stand up again. Wonder Winch is sticking out her tongue a little bit while she's squinting through a magnifying glass at a cross-stitch pattern that she's working on. I am a lucky guy in a lot of ways. I have several other friends and relatives in my life that I can completely trust. And I'm finding out that lots of people don't have anybody they can trust in their lives. And I don't know how somebody like that gets from one day to the other, not really trusting anybody. The late, great Johnny Carson did a TV show called Who Do You Trust? Married pairs of contestants were asked to answer some questions, but the husband decided on which one would answer. <laughs> so right there, you can see that show was back in the old black and white TV days because you'd need a staff of divorce lawyers right there in the studio if you tried doing it these days. And you know, you, ne you can't necessarily trust experts today either. I explained the word expert a while ago, but if you missed it, the word ex refers to something that you had, like an ex-husband or ex-wife. And the word pert means lively and perky. So an expert is simply somebody who used to be lively and perky. Not necessarily so much anymore. You can't always trust even an eyewitness expert. For example, if you asked a turkey what he should be stuffed with, if he could answer, he'd tell you grasshoppers, seeds, and worms. So happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> in 1900, there were about 8,000 cars in the United States. There were only 10 miles of concrete pavement, very few spray cans to destroy the ozone layer. There were no sugar substitutes in 1900, no artificial flavoring or coloring, no atomic waste or PCBs. And in 1900, our average life expectancy was 47 years old. According to today's experts, we're doing everything wrong, but our life expectancy is up to 75 years. And if we continue to ignore what the experts are telling us, who knows, we could hit a uh, 100. <laughs> Big Louie, the head guy of the Louie Louie generation, says in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug, Big Louie always says, quote, People will believe anything if you tell them in a whisper. <laughs> so who do you trust? Lots of times we flat out lie, you know. Some guy's wife is always called charming, as in Joe's charming wife Mary. Even if Mary can sometimes be found sitting in a corner somewhere gnawing on a bone. When somebody says, how are you? You always say, fine. 
you always ignore that horrible rash that you can feel rushing up your spine and the 110-degree fever that's turning your tongue purple. How nice to see you. I bet you've said that. Of course I'll call you. I'll be working late tonight, dear. I did not have sex with that woman. I can still hear Bill Clinton. Sometimes it's not a flat-out lie. Sometimes it's it's something we call a spin now. Maintenance-free is an example of spin. Maintenance-free doesn't mean something always works. Maintenance-free simply means nobody can fix it. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you, the stuff in one ear, so you can squeeze the important stuff that may or may not be true out the other ear, and uh, you can grab a grin and win. When George Reeves was filming his Superman movie, it took three men to get him out of his costume. You know what? I'll bet you Catherine Zeta-Jones could have gotten him out of his costume all by herself. (laughs) If the answer is Beethoven's Ninth, what is the question? The answer is Beethoven's Ninth. What is the question? You don't know, do you? I'll tell you in a minute. The answer is Beethoven's Ninth. What is the question? In St. Louis, it is illegal to drink beer out of a bucket while you're sitting on a curb. Get a picture of that. It is very unsightly as well as being illegal. U.S. airlines use more than 20 million air sickness bags a year. And they are flying right over your house. Researchers at Northwestern University in Illinois used their federal grant money to study female sexuality by paying female students to watch pornographic films. Those sly, fun-loving researchers. (laughs) Another bunch of researchers, this one working for the Washington Post, says, women have better verbal skills than men. (laughs) Well, duh. All right, let's take a swing at this. If the answer is Beethoven's Ninth, the question is, where is Ludwig in the Berlin Braves batting order? Beethoven's Ninth, because he must have been the pitcher. (laughs) Struck out on that one, didn't I? Well, it took a swing at it anyway. Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, which is available at Amazon.com, shameless plug, or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com, please tell a couple of friends, will you? Because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. So who do you trust? I mean, can atheists get insurance for acts of God? Why do your feet smell and your nose runs? And if quitters never win and winners never quit, who came up with the idea that you should quit while you're ahead? And why is a fat chance the same as a slim chance? But overlook and oversee are complete opposites. Who do you trust? Who should you trust? Life can be kind of confusing. There's a who should you trust story in my Night Connections 3 spoken word CD. Smiles have been kind of scarce lately. Time heals everything you've heard, and you've been counting on that because everything you are hurts. It's been a while since your divorce, but your heart is still black and blue. You've been living alone in your apartment for almost a year. 
For the last few weeks, you've been able to get through most days without bursting into tears. At least that's a start. Actually, the start came a little before that, about a month ago. A very young man introduced himself in the elevator. He just moved in across the hall. You're in your late 30s. He's around 23. He looks like one of those guys in the aftershave ads with a smile that hit you like electricity. It was an instant reminder that your hormones are still very much alive and well. You actually felt yourself blushing. But you couldn't smile. You haven't been able to actually smile for a long time. You were embarrassed, a little scared at how vulnerable that quick meeting made you feel. Then a week later, about a block away from your apartment, you were caught in a sudden rain shower while you were walking home from the supermarket. And just as your groceries were beginning to break through the two soggy brown paper bags, he popped out of nowhere and helped you. Just felt human and warm and good. You fed him dinner and enjoyed his company late into the night. A cozy, confidential friendship developed between you in the next few days and nights. But there was something smoldering just under the laughs and teasing that had a thick, musky smell of high-power sex about it. Then two weeks ago, he stopped by unexpectedly. He surprised you during one of your very blue moods. He never saw you smile, but he never saw you in tears either. Without thinking, he pulled you into his arms and a cold, completely sexual shock suddenly made the tiny hairs on the back of your neck stand up. A sympathetic hug quickly turned passionate, and you made very enthusiastic love. You've done so just about every night since then. So this morning, when he and a blonde about half your age came out of his apartment, as you were walking down the hall, it hurt hard. But then it stopped, suddenly. It didn't go away, but the hurt stopped and you smiled just in time to keep him from trying to explain time heals everything there'll be some scars but it does feel good to be able to smile again Maybe she shouldn't have trusted that guy who looked like he just stepped out of an aftershave commercial with a naughty boy look on his face. But you know, honestly, maybe it was worth it. I don't know. What do you think? If the roles were reversed and either Catherine Zeta-Jones or my lady Wonder Wench were involved, you know what? I think I'd have given it a shot. story is called Neighbors. If you like it, you can simply keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Night Connections 3 icon on the homepage. So, who do you trust? How nice to see you. 
Can I tell you the truth? Trust me. I had a wonderful time. Of course I'll respect you in the morning. And the classics. I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. The check is in the mail. <laughs> who, do, who do you trust? I trust myself and my beliefs most of the time. I believe real men don't care if you see us cry. I believe in the American dream, whatever it is. And I know what it is for me. I believe in loving the same woman for a lot of years and for how many more years we may be lucky enough to have together. I believe in Santa Claus, but not the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> I believe men and women are designed to be different, and that's, that's mostly good. I believe in magic. I believe in wooden baseball bats. I love the sound a wood baseball bat makes when you hit the ball right there in the sweet spot. I believe in magic, and I believe there is a creator. I haven't been able to give him a name yet, but I've seen his works looking down from the cockpit of my little airplane at 10,000 feet in a crystal blue sky. And I have fought for my life and won in a storm in the Creator's Atlantic Ocean. I believe in honesty, some soft, sexy, silky sleaze. I believe in laughing at yourself. I believe in taking a deep breath and letting go of your kids when it's time. That's hard. I believe in learning the difference between treasure and crap. I believe in taking care of your mom when your dad dies and working your fanny off. And I believe guilt, excuses, and punk rock, are, they're all just useless. It's funny. I was writing these thoughts down, and, and I couldn't stop writing. So how come when you write something up, you have to write it down first? <laughs> and the story on that CD, you know this story, that, that, that's the kind of thing I loved writing and talking about when I was on the air. I used to talk right to that woman in the story and the tens of thousands of other women all over the country who had the same kind of experiences in their lives when I was on the air. I never met 99.999% of them, but I loved every one of them. And I sometimes miss that. Trust me. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.